Hey guys, welcome back. Mitch and Jackie back for your Wednesday. We're so excited to be here. <laughs> we actually are. It's the only thing we do all week, every um, week. We're actually recording this after we've just had our little chat with Kurt Coleman, who has our guest for today. We are so excited to have him on. Our chat was so interesting. We went into a lot of different things from, you know, being one of the first influencers in Australia to what he's doing now how he, his mental health is, how he's going through lockdown um, as he is a fellow Melbourneite like us. Um, so we really hope you enjoy this episode. And if you have any further questions, you know where to find us. So please enjoy and welcome, Kurt. Welcome, Kurt. We're so happy to have you. Welcome to me. How are you today? <laughs> We're good. We're really good. I'm good, you know, just living in a free life where we have no freedom, but that's just how it's going. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. God. Yeah. Interesting times. Um, so before we get into the app, we are going to pop the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pop today it. we are drinking a big old bottle of Verve Clicot. I love Clicot. Verve Clicot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yes, one of our favorite Love drops. It. It's so nice. So we actually were sent this um, by dear friends of ours at the Tan Truck, which is a very exciting new business that we'll be opening. Um, well, I guess they're kind of they've started running, but obviously with the restrictions, they can't actually go out and do everyone's tans. Yeah, but, um, I miss getting goes. a spray tan so oh, well. Like I, I do you're my lucky. own as well, but I love. Yeah. getting someone to come to my house and tan me like I always used to do that all the time and now well, it's just so Kurt, we'll, we'll have to get you in touch with these guys because they're actually doing like a home service so they'll come to you um and they do really good work yeah so. that's what I love because you know you can just you don't I hate putting clothes on it a sticky oh, so you just you know I always just used to get people before coronavirus to come to my house and tan me and then I just put you know a robe on and I can chill at home all day and wait for it to like marinate <laughs> and then because <laughs> there's nothing worse than like getting a spray tan and then having to get in your car with your clothes on and then like drive home and you're all like sticky and, and I'd just sweaty. be worried about it sticking on the like on yeah. your clothes on the seats rubbing off it like does. if you're at home it's so much easier yeah, and like mm-hmm. I've literally, um, I've actually gotten in trouble by an Uber before. Um, a bit of tan went on their car because they had like light coloured seats, <laughs> and they literally, I got like oh, a no. report against me saying that I have to pay for their cleaning fee, and then I was just, I just literally said it wasn't me, and then I don't know what happened with it. Like just wipe it off. <laughs> Legit, yeah, get a out. get a baby wipe and get over it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. They've actually, um, so the tan truck have actually made a exfoliating mitt, which you mm, tried, Jackie. Yeah, how I did, tried it last night. How did it go? So good because I, as um a human myself, I don't know what the fuck I was going to say there. <laughs> as, a, as a person who's uh who fake tans, I tan probably once a week, and then obviously, like as you would know, you have to scrub it off to put a new one on because there's nothing worse than like a manky tan yeah it's foul um but this mitt was like so good and didn't even have to use like a soap or anything just the mitt and water and it pretty much got my whole tan off and exfoliated me while it was doing i haven't done i haven't done a tan since march i literally haven't done one spray tan at all since this 
before coronavirus because oh, yeah. I haven't obviously had anywhere to go and like it's just I can't be bothered to to do it when I'm doing home photo shoots either because I'm like whatever like I'll just put a filter on it that makes it look tan anyway <laughs> and it yeah. saves you all the time hey so let's pop the bottle let's yeah come on just bottle. pop it it's a slippery one rebounded <laughs> 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 rebounded and hit me I wish it was like normal because I feel like it would be so much funner if we were all together I know we were saying that the other day We'll have to um get you back on when when we all can. Yeah, and just like even just have a glass of wine and just just hang out, 100%. you know. Kurt. Yeah. Um, how's, how's your week been? It's just boring. us. like, isn't it Monday? <laughs> mm-hmm. So my week's just started, and it's sorry, I meant like. <laughs> <laughs> I was just oh, saying. I mean, this goes up on a Wednesday, so let's pretend it's been two days. Oh, well, yeah, like, you know, it's just been boring. Obviously, same same stuff, different day, like nothing's really changing. And I'm just really, all I'm really doing is trying to find the good things in life where I actually just appreciate seeing trees in the sky. You know what I mean? It just means so much to me now. And I don't know, like there's just the smallest things mean so much to me now. Like we Mm -hmm. are getting controlled so much to the point where like, we're like literally breathing for just such a small little thing. Like a, a butterfly going past is so amazing to me now because it's just like, wow, this is a li- living thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just think. I, nice. I've, I've noticed that heaps with like flowers and like just when it's sunny for like two seconds, I'm like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. And like the smells. The smell, like, oh, you're, smells like the, my senses are, hi- senses are heightened, even my bad ones. So it's 100%. just like. Yeah. <laughs> sunny day is like you can smell a sunny day and then mm-hmm. I walked past um like an oval today that had had the like grass mown oh it smells so and I was like oh my god it smells like you sneakily put your mask down and have a little <laughs> like chroming the grass that's been cut like it you just it actually does make you appreciate it does the small things like even just like oh, a, like a day so like today where you know the mm-hmm. sun shining a little bit, it just like changes your mood completely. Yeah, I've been yeah. going to football ovals to work out because I just it's the only like I don't know, I've I've had problems in my life where I've been controlled so many times and this is like triggering me heaps, this whole coronavirus thing. So that to me is just yeah. something that I can actually just it helps my mental state and just myself be able to feel like I can breathe and just be in nature and I don't really live that close to nature because I live close to the city so just to go in like a football oval it means so much to me even though it's such a like a small stupid thing but that's like the Mm -hmm. only thing I can really just I don't know just think like I feel kind of free not even but kind of I totally get it's just the small things right now yeah Yeah. the small things mean so much appreciate Makes you appreciate actually getting out of your house. Like yes. sometimes, you know, before, before all of this on the day, on my days off, I'd be like, oh, I love just like being relaxing home at home. Relaxing. Yeah. Now I'm like, now I'm like, I don't want to fucking relax ever home again. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the beach. I want to go yeah. to the park. I want to like go see my friends. I just want to be out, you know, in the sun. I never like, want to relax at home ever again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's. It's crazy how much um, everyone's mindsets have changed in such 
I guess it's not that short a period of time, but like I've oh, you know, I feel it's like a long period of time up. now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. It's almost been a whole year. Mm. It's crazy. And like, yeah, last year, because I was just really depressed last year and I actually didn't want to go out to events. I just kept putting stuff off. I kept cancelling everything I was doing. I just didn't want to do anything and I was really depressed. I was going through so much and I just think now I can't believe that like last year I wasted my year being depressed inside even though like I had to go through that depression I needed to but it's just yeah I wish I could have went out and dealt with being sad in like nice areas and sit down and meditate in a park or something but back then I didn't even feel like you know that mattered but now I'll never take that for granted ever again because you're obviously not allowed to meditate as if the government would let you meditate they don't want you to feel that in touch with yourself (laughs) so yeah Yeah. I just regret it so much and I just will never take it for granted ever again in my whole life so do you have like a fave that you've been loving recently could be like a food item a tv show a book a podcast I love your guys' podcast. That's something oh, that I've, en- I've enjoyed you. listening to through lockdown. It's always so funny and it's so good to talk to you guys because I love listening to you. So Aww. that's a fave podcast. My- we love listening to your stories. They literally. Oh my God. And can you please do another day. cooking video? <laughs> oh my God. That I will. Video. I just, I actually, I've just been trying to find a microphone that is going to oh work with my camera but I would usually just go into like oh JB Hi-Fi could... and like ask them but obviously there's no yeah. shops open so I can't really ask anyone but I will make a new one soon because I love cooking now um, like... oh my god it's so fun after lockdown you come over here and do a cooking video with us yes. yeah we should I would love to do one yeah. with other people it'd be so much fun you can teach us how to cook Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even re- like. I don't know how to cook. I've just been getting better at it. Like I have just been because at the first, like the start of the first lockdown, which was so long ago now in March, I literally put on like twenty kilos. I just because I already last year I was already depressed, but at the start of the year I was actually starting to go out more and actually go to events, go and put myself out there and do what I wanted to do. And then when lockdown happened, I was like you know what like stuff it like no one's gonna see me I'm just gonna be locked in for a while so whatever and I ate so much bad food and I just didn't even care like obviously you think that's a good thing but then I just literally looked in the mirror and I was like I like I did it's not even that what I looked at wasn't right like I didn't feel comfortable what I was looking at with my body but then I literally just felt sick every day. Like I had pains in my stomach. I just didn't feel, I didn't feel gorgeous in like inside and out. Like I just didn't feel amazing. And then. Similar story at this household. (laughs) Let me tell you. Yeah, it's hectic. And that's what obviously lockdown does to you, especially at the start. Uh But then. I I felt that too, because when we we went through the start, we were just like, oh, you know, we can just drink and then order Uber Eats. Yeah, like no one's going to see you, so who cares? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's sort of like, like, okay, well, now it's been like six months, so like we have to stop doing this. (laughs) It's like, first of all, can't afford it because it's so expensive to drink Mm -hmm. every day. And, you know, like we'd start in the afternoon and then we'd, We'd order food and you order food the next day and you start drinking again. Mm-hmm. And I reckon I gained about 10 kilos from, you know, from maybe, yeah, 
I literally gained at least like 15, which is hectic. 15 or 20, it was like crazy. It's hard to do. If, you, if you're eating and drinking and you're not like, you're not getting up and active, it's mm. so easy to gain the weight. Yeah, I wasn't being active at all. Um, obviously, my gym mm. membership was on hold. And back then, I would never, ever think of working out in a park. I, I just would never think to do that. I think thought used to think I would feel embarrassed. So like I never, yeah. <laughs> I never even thought that. But then... Yeah, I'd then when I felt disgusting because I just had to change and I literally cut out everything that's bad. I started eating salads every day with like no oil, no dressings. Mm-hmm. Like I just literally transformed my diet completely and I didn't even really try to. I just had to. Like I just felt like, yeah. I don't know, I just needed to do something. And like your body needed it. Yeah, and I've actually never gone back to my old ways of eating and it's crazy because I love the old food I used to eat like I still eat like once a week I will eat like KFC or something like that once a week but the rest of the week 90% of my time I eat fully like just vegetables salad um, mm-hmm. just the most healthy stuff like even just the type of stuff I made on my cooking show that was like a really healthy taco like I just yeah. literally changed my whole diet and that's something I'll never, ever, ever go back to because I just feel mm-hmm. so much better in myself and obviously when I look in the mirror, I feel better as well. And I just, yeah, I that's something that's actually an amazing thing that I've done for myself on accident in lockdown and I, I just kind of, I feel like if I didn't change that, I would have been gone back to depression hectically, gone just down the worst hole and you know Mm. if I can't even do my work and go out and have fun and do things that make me feel like who I am then I needed to at least do something that makes me feel like healthy and then hot as you know (laughs) and you know what the food like I've I've had a look at um the stuff that you make obviously like on your stories and your posts and it looks delicious mm-hmm. it's like, so funny because make- I didn't even eat a salad until I was like 19 so mm. <laughs> I've never eaten that type of food I grew up on processed food um my my I lived with my grandparents and my grandpa like he was just he still eats like macas every day and he drinks coke every meal like he doesn't even drink water like he's just so mm-hmm. unhealthy and I grew up like that and it was like almost normal to me until yeah. like I just, this lockdown. Just, like rewire yourself. I needed to. And like, I've just yeah. been doing that in the last two years. Just I've had a lot of problems come up in my like life. That's made me have to change like things and see things in a different way. And yeah, I just feel like that actually helps your mental state, even just changing your diet to like really healthy things. Because actually I started, before I even did that, I started looking into what's on the back, backs of packets of things. And um, yeah. it's crazy because everything's fake, like literally oh, yeah. everything's fake. And you don't even realize until you actually search it up yourself and go, what the fuck are these chemicals? <laughs> yeah, it's... I know. It's crazy. And it's just like, a lot of it is also just the way things are marketed. Like yeah. so much stuff like marketed as being healthy and stuff. And then you like look into it and it's worse for you than like a chocolate bar. And you're like, what yes. the fuck? Oh, like, what do God. you mean? It's meant to be lettuce. How is that like I know. unhealthy? It's like it's supposed to be like a bliss bowl. And then it's like, you know, 800 calories. You're like, what the fuck? 
Oh my god, literally. I could go to Macca's and get a whole fucking meal Mm -hmm. for 800 calories. This is literally so common though. Like it's crazy because there was even like just snacks I used to have when I, in my head, I thought I was being healthy. It was like just, you know, like the healthy chips from like Coles or whatever. And I would be like, wow, these are so good. Like they taste so yum and they're healthy. And Mm. then I actually looked into them and they're like, they even have stuff that's cancerous in it. Like that's just what's so crazy. Like it's not just bad for you in like weight wise. There's actually chemicals. Yeah. Doritos has cancer stuff in it. Yeah. It's so crazy. Right. And this is what's crazy is that kids eat this. Like, you literally growing your kids up eating this. Like I grew up on this and it's just so sad yeah. because when you know the food's killing you and giving you diseases, I don't know how it's so allowed and common. Like It's so weird. But, oh, they care about our health so much. That's why we're locked in. Okay. Mm. You know, everything's such a contradiction to me and I just feel like people need to look into things more because it is such a really sick world and people actually don't realise how weird it is because – everything's a contradiction you care so much about your health but here have a cancerous packet of chips for every kid in Australia and it's at your your childhood parties it's at your your kindies it's at your schools like it's just in the tuck shop it's like it's so common available and it's like those things where you're just like oh that's those are the best chips ever and you're like wow Mm. cancer cool yeah. never hear about this during lockdown like about our health like I hate see, see heaps of people talking about that and it's true why why don't they t- start to make us healthy then if they're caring so much about we're gonna die from this what about mm. starting with a healthy diet and making us not actually believe the marketing terms of all of these things that yeah. it's just it's insane to me I could go on forever about that but like honestly it's crazy isn't it yeah. you get like you fall down like a rabbit hole of that stuff and then you're just like holy fuck why does no one know about this yeah <laughs> that's one thing like why I've changed my diet is because of that and I went down the rabbit hole when it was locked down and that's why I wanted to make my cooking show for fun and because I want to make things that are yum that are literally going to have no chemicals in it and mm-hmm. people will actually feel healthy because they're not going to be yeah. eating crap so yeah. I just yeah that's like one of the things why I wanted to actually make that is because I can share health and people actually yeah. want to eat it because I'll see how yum it is. So they're just like, whatever, I'll ditch this fake as stuff. Do you want to tell us and the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what would a typical day in the life of you be? And ha- wait, also, can you include in this how it all started? That's another question. Oh, is that okay? Wait, don't do that yet. Then (laughs) we'll do that next. (laughs) Well, I'm just my name's Kurt, and I'm 23, just living life. I love, like, I love people, I love the world, I love to make people happy. That's what I spend most of my life doing is trying to make people laugh, smile, feel entertained, and that's what I've done as a living for a long time as well and that's what makes me happy in life I just love making people happy I feel like I a lot of the time I didn't even think I thought that I was happy but I wasn't but I literally have always still tried to make people happy through all the times that I felt bad and it's literally something I've always 
done. And I just think, think I was put on this earth to literally spread love and make people happy. So I don't even know how, why, but that's just how I feel. And mm. I just know that I'm meant to make people have a, like, just feel happy and feel smile and feel. Yeah, because we've spoken before and you you said, um, you know, you, I said, I think I said to you um, on your last cooking video, like I messaged you and I was like, it was actually so funny. It was so entertaining. I sent it to Jackie and we both like just, <laughs> it was so nice to watch and it was really funny. And like you said, you love entertaining people. So like you're an entertainer. Essentially. Yeah, like I've been an entertainer for basically 10 years um, since I was about maybe 14 and it's been literally that long and I've been doing it as a job since then and had plenty of ups and downs but I've always just stayed true to myself and I've never changed. I've always just evolved I guess as a person but I've always stayed true to exactly my morals and my beliefs and I, I think that's the key to life for anyone. You should never change for anyone. You should always trust yourself. Like I said before, like my intuition is such a big thing to me and it always has been. And it literally is something that I go by. I, t- I go through life going by how I feel and what I'm telling myself, you know. I just feel like I don't really have like a massive plan of life and I never have and a lot of people do and I just, I don't yeah. know, I feel like I would be wasting my life if I did have some elaborate plan of everything. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's a good way to, yeah. you know, like life is short, don't change for anyone, do yeah. what makes you happy, you know, like it's your life to live, live it how you want to live it, you know. Yeah, and like every, basically a day in the life of me, well, since coronavirus, it's just, nothing obviously but before coronavirus (laughs) before coronavirus well literally all I've been doing in this lockdown now is just working out making myself hotter better feeling trying to be healthier than ever and I, I have been and it's the best thing and before coronavirus there was there's never been like a typical day in my life I feel like everything I've done has been so random and different um the jobs that mm, I've done have, have always been. Like a, if you had to say like a, you know, like a normal day pre-COVID, like what would it be like if you had like a job on or something? Yeah. Well, and it's just, that's what, what I, people ask me this all the time. And it's just such a weird question because my jobs have always been so different. Like I would just get called up and be like, oh, you're doing a radio thing today. And then mm-hmm. I would do that. And then, or some days I would do like, 10 things in a, in a day I'd do like radio then a photo shoot then do filming with different companies and then blah 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 and then some days I've done I used to do like tours around Australia um I've done filming like random shows just it's always been a different day like I feel like even when I was working heaps before coronavirus every every day is different and then at night time I'm doing my DJing going to events all the time, get paid to go to events all the time. So I feel like I don't really have a typical day, but it used to just be I would do some sort of job in entertainment or 10 of them. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it depends how busy I was. Like some some days it can be the whole day from 6am till 
literally 12 at night and then later even if I'm DJing all night. So that I've always had that like busy, like running around, just being yeah. hectic type of life. and Never like stuck to a schedule type of thing. Yeah, and then last year I had a hard, really hard year. Um, my management wasn't really that good to me. Um, and I was just realizing I was just basically used for what money really and lied to about a lot of things. And so last year was like really hard for me. And I just was going through so much in my head because, you know, I just feel like that is so traumatizing, especially when you trust people with your life and mm-hmm. you trust them with everything and you think they're there for That's you. Horrible. And that's just an ongoing theme in my life. I've I've had so many people betray me and take advantage of me since I was young. So it's just like always keeps happening to me. And then, you know, last year I was just, it was just so sad. And last year I'd worked the least that I have for years. Like I, I've always mm-hmm. been a person that's on the run yeah. and doing hectic stuff. But yeah, I'd wouldn't even want to last year I just didn't want to do anything I wouldn't even answer emails to do jobs I wouldn't even I did not feel like working at all I just didn't want to put myself out there I couldn't even deal with just like being fake just to go out to an event Mm -hmm. or go go and do something you know yeah um how did you actually get into influencing because obviously you were like in the spotlight prior to you know before like Instagram flew off. Um, influencing wasn't a thing when I did this. And yeah. I'll tell you, I actually remember the first things that started to happen. And this is literally how I know that like before, like obviously I reckon Paris Hilton is the person that started influencing for sure. And it wasn't even a thing then either. So mm. it's, it wasn't even a thing when I started as well. I didn't even realize what I was doing, but, um, I remember when I was about 15, I this is the type of stuff that used to happen. I used to get emails or just even not even emails. Like, honestly, one of my friends would be like, oh, my friend just opened um, an ice cream shop. They'll pay you like $200 to come there and take a photo. And then I li- yeah. and they would just give me cash. Like, it was just so oh. weird. It was not okay. even a business. Like, it was literally like, and I would even, even all the time back then, this is like before I started even making actual money from it, I, you know, like my friends, 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 blah, 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 someone that knew me would tell me, oh, like, can you come to this this event or this girl's birthday? We'll pay you $200. They would just give me cash. Like it was like a drug deal. Like literally, it's so weird. Like <laughs> they would just literally just give me cash and I will just go to these things. <laughs> And that's how it began. And then it just, it was not a business. Like it was just so like a a gesture really, you know, and I did it for fun and, you know, a few extra cash, like that's literally all I've seen it for. And at the time I was underage working in nightclubs already. So Mm -hmm. I was hired as a VIP host when I was 16, 15 and 16 um, at clubs in the Gold Coast. And Obviously, because everyone knew me, I just was at the door and I would just take girls in and I would get them champagne and drinks and, like, 
get all the girls in because obviously clubs like just want girls in because then yeah, guys yeah, yeah. come in. Um, so that was the only job I was doing then. And then I was getting paid to go to like just random shops or like events yeah. or like people's birthdays. So it was just, yeah, it, was, it wasn't really even a thing then. And mm-hmm. I just... I didn't even really know. And then I guess when I got a management, they just complete, like they, I thought like we were on the same page. Like my goal, right, was to get a TV show. Like that was my goal. And um, I've literally tried for years. I've done so many pilots. I've had so many false promises. I've had so many people, you know, I had to do fate, like, you know, in quotations, favours for all these people for years and years and do free jobs and blah, blah, blah. Um, I've done that for like so many times, like literally it's, I could go on, but I just got taken advantage of so much. And that was something that I dealt with a lot last year because I started to realize I've looked back into the past and I was just like, fuck, like I got taken advantage of like hundreds of times, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And I'm just like, you just get, completely used up by people and till you literally have no soul left and you feel like just terrible and horrible and like just like no one cares for you and that's so and it goes even further to my friends I had so so many people in and out of my life and I've always been like a natural socialite even before I was even actually known around Australia I was so known in the Gold Coast everywhere. And I even when I was in high school, people would always try and hang out with me. I went to six schools. So I knew people in every different spot of the Gold Coast. And wow. people, it wasn't always good because there was like people, I would go just shopping and people would come up to me and be like, oh, you, you said this about my friend. And then they would bash me up. Like people would literally... Oh bashed me because they made up they literally and I didn't even know them they were just from another random school and it's just weird because I've always dealt with that even it became even worse when I got known even more in the public but even it's just crazy because it's just an ongoing thing in my life even before I was actually known it just has always gone on and people everyone still knew me when I in my town and treated me like that and they're obsessed with me and everyone always wanted to hang out with me and I always had so many friends like now I've had since when I got really 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 known like especially when this first came out because now people don't really get abused for being known as like an online person but when I was like one of the first probably the first one and I copped a lot and that was after that I basically had only my five friends since I was in primary school till now like I don't ever make friends ever again because I just feel like I'm so shut off um Mm. from like being treated like that and it's only recently that I'm starting to heal from all of that but yeah people have taken advantage of me so much friends people in business Mm. um everyone so it's just God, crazy and really it, it's what I just what oh. what triggers me is that like anyone can just go and do whatever now and it doesn't happen mm-hmm. to them so it's just like I don't know why I had to deal with it when 
I literally was just trying to be happy and spread love. Like I'd never Mm -hmm. did anything harmful to anyone, but I got harmed so much and bashed up all the time. Everywhere Mm -hmm. I went for about five years, it only ended maybe three years ago when people started acting like this to me. They still do sometimes, but not, it used to be everywhere I went. People used to throw glasses at me, throw drinks at me, um, spit on me, uh, throw eggs at me, uh, like everything you can imagine, like just everywhere. That's absolutely disgusting. Why? Because they're obsessed with me, literally, in, in bad ways and good ways. Like they're jealous. There's no other reason for it. I did nothing. I mm. literally did nothing to anyone. And I got the most abuse ever. Everywhere I went, I would, it, for years, it, and I still, it happens to me still, like if someone's like running behind me or something, like even just a random runner, uh. I'll freak out because I used to look over my shoulder 24-7. People would mm. rock up at my house, bang on my windows, Like people were so crazy to me for years that it's like traumatized me for life now, even that just couple of years in my teenage years because it was so full on and just harassment everywhere I went. I couldn't even just go down the street without people abusing me or even just yelling out of their cars. Like it's just, it's crazy the stuff that I've been through and you don't see it anymore. And it's, it's just crazy that I always what I struggle with is just like, I'm like, what was wrong with me? You know, like, why did everyone do that? And I'm like, no one is like abusing me now. So obviously there's nothing wrong with me, but it's weird. Mm. How, how does everyone's minds just change like that? Like how does everyone just randomly go, okay, I'm not going to abuse random people I've never met anymore. Like, I don't know. Mm. It's just. Hopefully they've grown up, you know, that, that kind of behavior is so challenging empathetic I know and I just I was so numb to it and I just why I feel like my thing has always been I'm so in love with myself I'm so obsessed with myself everything's so amazing everything's so good is because I was always just blocking everything out to to then pretend to myself that everything was just so amazing best world like you know it's even stems from like my childhood because I had lots of trauma in my childhood and I feel like that's what made it egg on even worse even more is because people were treating me like that so I just could easily be numb and just walk around and just think I'm like killing it you know and think nothing's Mm. nothing's ever going to affect me but then it obviously catches up to you and I've already gone through like so much crying like literally a year a year of crying and just feeling so horrible so I just know you can never run away from everything and you just always got to be honest like not everything's going to be amazing 24 7 and like that's what I used to always think and I believed it so much that it was like my reality and especially because so many people egged me on in like bad ways and good ways like people would egg Mm -hmm. me on to think that I'm really good even more so you know it's a blessing and a curse, I guess, that type of stuff. Yeah. So what was the first thing you remember doing or posting that actually like blew you up? Like It was never like that. Like that's just what happens to people these days. Like I, it just, I was already known in the Gold Coast. I honestly truly believe that because I was known in the Gold Coast and I don't even know how it could have been because I went to six schools, 
I truly believe that literally that is why everyone knows me because it's like it just kept expanding. I remember everyone already knew me in the Gold Coast and then I remember because I went to school since I was 13. I went when I was 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 and Oh my god. Schoolies. Yeah, since I was 13. So I remember like when I went when I was 13, oh. even there was people, because obviously it's people coming from everywhere. And there was people from like Toowoomba, which is like a different random sub, like a random town ages away from Gold Coast. It's like five hours away. But they would yeah. like, people were coming up to me and be like, oh, I've seen you on Facebook before. Like it was before people were obsessed with me and like going, oh my God. Yeah, but yeah. they were just like, hey, like I've seen you before. Like they were just saying that, and that when, when I was like 13. And like it just literally was like slowly kept happening and more and more and more. And then it just, I don't know, it just went hectic. I just feel like it just got to a point where then everyone just knew me and it was just, everyone was coming up to me and like I said the worst times ever but really good times people were like abusing me but then people were giving me so much love like it was just so dramatic compared to like what was before like it was just like everyone's so obsessed or they so hate me yeah. you know and that's when I started to realize like something was going really hectic and that's when I started getting asked to go on TV shows and film and do all this stuff. And then I found a management and then I was just literally busy for years working and doing everything for nothing pretty much because everyone else got God. the money. Everyone else got the money off me. I didn't get anything. So wow. that's so bad. Cause I definitely like, I can see someone younger who I was 17. Yeah. At the, when I got a management, I was underage and I was just, I mm. don't know, I just feel like I was so naive. Yeah, and I thought I knew mm. everything because I thought everything's amazing and I thought I was amazing. I thought I knew everything. Like I honestly thought nothing can hurt me, nothing can get me, nothing can affect me. Like that's that was literally my belief system for so many years. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. Like yeah. I just feel like now I look back, I'm like, that's not even true and I'm still obviously working through everything and like it's crazy like it's just so insane like everything I can't even comprehend yeah (laughs) but yeah it's just it never really happened it was not really one moment it just it was a slow release of things it just happened every time I'd made videos I feel like more people started watching it each time I made one Mm -hmm. It was yeah, like a snowball kind of and it's around. funny because I never made videos to do that I honestly just would video things I thought of in the moment and laugh laugh about it and I would just upload mm-hmm. it like even now that's why I'm not the same as everyone else because I don't really care about like trying to like get people to watch me how everyone else does because I've already had mm-hmm. everyone watching me and it's actually traumatic for me because I get yeah. post-traumatic stress off it. Like it actually is scary that if I had everyone talking about me right now again, I would have the hecticest anxiety because I would think that tomorrow I'm going to walk outside and people are going to like try and kill me and like hurt me and like yeah. just – Yeah, that, that's – And then really not cool. even that though, not even that, just even I'm going to attract fake house friends again. Like I still do now. That still happens, but it's 
not as hectic because back then you'd hope like in today's society that there's enough I feel like there's as much as there is bad like there has been some good change in terms of like you know people don't if people see that kind of stuff happening now that's what I'm that's what I'm glad for like I'm just glad there's not going to be probably as much people going through ever what I did because um it doesn't really happen anymore and like that's amazing for the people in the future but I just feel like you know I just think I didn't deserve this and Mm. nothing like I don't know it's just made me change so much of who I am because of it like it not really changed but it made me limit myself because I started to get scared and I started to like not feel comfortable doing certain things or saying like I don't even really like open up heaps anymore about like my opinions as much because I just feel like it warrants people to like abuse you and like even Mm. now when I do open up sometimes and say my opinion I'd still get some abusive messages saying like you shouldn't think this and blah 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 and it literally gives me anxiety because I'm like I I hate that feeling and I've had that for so long and I just wanted to get away from that feeling you know yeah totally Oh, I know. God, it's we're, so hectic. We're both, no, we're, we're obviously both really sorry to hear all of that. And, like, you know, you know, if you ever need to talk about it, we're obviously here. But also people need to just learn. And, you know, you'd hope in today's world people know it's not okay to do that. Like mm. this can, like, obviously, you know, as you experience, affect people for the rest of their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people get post-traumatic stress disorder. People, It gives people depression anxiety yeah you know it can really impact everyone so everyone needs to learn just to stay be, in your own stay lane stay in your own lane be kind you know if you don't agree with someone or you don't want to see what they do you don't have to follow it and you definitely don't have to abuse send threatening messages yeah physically assault yeah, anyone and if you hell? do you deserve the book thrown at your head and i hope the book weighs 500 kilos and you go to jail <laughs> and fucking rot <laughs> so let's move on to something more fun yeah what is the funnest slash you know most exciting best job that you have done so far every single job I've done I've honestly never done a job that I haven't enjoyed and I'm grateful for every single job that I've ever done I've I've always that's that that's why people could take advantage of me because I would do anything to do these jobs I love the work that I do I i it's my dream and I made my dream happen because I knew I wanted to do it. And every single, every single time I've done a job, I've literally enjoyed it a hundred percent. So everything, like everything that I've done was something that I would have dreamed of. So I couldn't even say one because I actually just, the things that I do is what I actually have always wanted to do. So and just grateful every single time and that's obviously a blessing and a curse as well because that's literally why I got taken advantage of so easily because I literally yeah. would do anything to do be there and yeah you know they could easily lie to me and they said like you don't get money from this even though I probably was that's fucked so that's yeah so- <laughs> that is all, literally making you me don't shy. even understand like I I don't even want to go into it because the people are probably trying to listen to everything I do and and I can't even be bothered. 
fuck you and mm-hmm. you deserve to fucking have a bad time. <laughs> it's crazy because I, this is what I, I just can't believe I didn't get like, wow, like my management was traveling around the world and everything. And oh I was, I've never been able to like leave the country because I was never making that much money to go traveling around You're the world. So much. Yeah. I remember I did, I sold shirts with my name on it. And this is something I never even wanted to do. Like I literally always said like merch is like lame. Like I would never mm-hmm. want to do like merchandise because I sort of like designed it and I was just like, whatever, I'll do it. And then I sold literally, I know for a fact, I sold over thousands of them. Wow. And I got paid 500 bucks. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Like so fucked. And I didn't. And then at the time I questioned it and then I got told it's because you chose good quality material. And oh, I believed it. Like I just. No matter how good quality material that is, 500 bucks. What is off. it? Fucking like Egyptian cotton. It's just a normal t shirt. Yeah, what the fuck? That's a load of shit. And I bet you they use the cheapest fucking quality. Mm. Probably. And, like, it's just these things, like, this is just one thing too. So imagine everything else. Like, it's just crazy crazy that it took me seven years to realise, you know, and... Well, that's the thing. They, they, you know, you weren't to know before you got into this. You're so young. Like, what are you supposed to know? And they know know that you don't know this. Let's just... Take advantage of Take it. advantage. That's just awful. People, While they're flying around the world from, you know, the money they, you've made them. How do they yeah. sleep at night? Well, probably just, very comfortably on fucking like a fucking king. Yeah, exactly. And it's clearly just a type of person that doesn't really care for kids, especially because this is kids. Like, I was a kid and it's just, like, I could, there, is, just, there is so many things I'm grateful for from from that experience. But at the same time, I'm just like, how could you do this to someone like, you know, and I just like, I'm just so dumb because of it. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's such a sickening feeling. No, it feeling. doesn't mean you're dumb. No, it doesn't mean, doesn't you're, mean dumb. you're dumb. It just means that they took advantage of you. They're right? scum. They're scum. I do, and I just feel like when you've already been taken advantage of, it just, you don't even really know when it's happening, even though you try Like yeah. I've always tried so hard and, that's why I just ended up shutting myself off from like knowing people really. And then that's all you can do to control it. And like, that's obviously sad, but I don't know. It's just, it's so hectic. And like, I even would never even trust a therapist or anything now because of all of the, the lies and stuff people have told me and I've had to trust these people. And it just, it's crazy because I would never even trust to go to a psychologist. Even I wouldn't, stems from my childhood because I got forced to go to like psychologists when I was young and they were so horrible to me they would be mean to me and I hated going to them and still now it's like what the only people you could get help from from like these like things is like people that I could never trust you know so I just always think I the only ways I get help is just talking to my friends and family and about my feelings because it's like the only people I can trust. Yeah. That's, you know, that's fair enough. It's, you know, a lot of people are like that though. I mean, a lot of people don't believe in, you know, therapy. I, I think I'm 
Jackie, I believe in it though because I know people that have gotten help from it, but I I don't trust them and it just takes one person to not care properly to fuck your whole life up and I just feel like... (laughs) You just be wary of everyone. Like you just don't trust what anyone says. Yeah, I don't. And like that's why I don't even trust like anything going on now. I'm just like what everything Mm. that's happened in my life has just led me to like not trusting even with my partner it took me so long to just be able to fully trust him it's weird like I just it took me so long to just even like be my true self you know like I just feel like you've been lied to for so many years yeah and then I it's just crazy because it's like every year I just figure out even more people that are doing it that are still around me and it just keeps happening and I'm just like when when is this gonna end like please mm. <laughs> it obviously needs to happen for you like it, you know, yeah it's, it's definitely big, something that there's a bigger picture at the yeah. end you know you can be happier and healthier and yeah you know, I always trust everything I, I trust like I trust life you know yeah that's what one thing I do trust and I think everyone is meant to go through certain things to be who they're meant to be and I just think that all of these like crazy things that's happened to me and the crazy people around me and the crazy situations it's literally for a reason at the end of the day even though I don't even know what it is yet and I just think there's no point to any of this except causing me bullshit but I just I trust life and I think we're not we are put on here for reasons and yeah that's great yeah I definitely think that all the time. that's something I do trust a lot yeah so, this is a, this will be an interesting one, and you don't have to name names. But have you ever promoted something you don't actually use, like, or I guess believe in? No, I've never had, never done that ever. I would have heaps more money if I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say because like it would be so easy to just like, and I, I know I see a lot of people who definitely do because you can just oh every second they, girl does so literally. I just I don't. Well, because where I even came from, it was a natural thing to me. Like I didn't, I don't know, like I didn't feel like it was a job then. It was just something I was doing for fun. And Mm. now I only promote the things that I even use because I'm lucky enough that they even want to work with me because they like that I genuinely just like it and I use the stuff and I don't need to, I just feel like, I don't need to lie. Like, I just think, I, I don't know. I think it's embarrassing and I'm so against all it that. It is embarrassing. It's- and it's like, I always feel like when I see someone on my feed that's promoting something, you know, the classic things that, you know, not going to name names, but, you know, the things that you see people promoting and you're yeah. just like, you don't use that. And why are you lying to the people that follow you and love you? Like, I would never promote Legit. something that I didn't yeah. actually like because yeah. the people that follow me, I love all the people that follow me. I don't want to be like, yeah, I love this face stuff. And then it's like literally shit. Like, why would I post about it? It's like, go buy it. I don't mm. actually use it. It could yeah. probably ruin your face. Mm. Well, and- yeah. And, that, and it actually can cause problems. Like, it can like stuff their body up, you know? <laughs> Literally. I just think, I just know, and I've always known this, I think it's literally from as well someone that made me think that I was so lucky to be able to do all this. It's just like I know and I've known since the start, since 
since forever that I would be nothing without the people that follow me. I, I've always known that and yeah, I know that. Like I don't, I would never lie to them. I would never tell, I would never tell anything fake to them. I w- I'm always going to be real because I know I would be nothing without them. I can't do the it's things that right. I want to do right without way. them. So the right way to be. Yeah. And I, yeah, people are just so fake these days. And do you know what? They're the ones that are successful because it's crazy. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how it happens. Like I know people that lie to everyone and they have millions mm-hmm. of millions of dollars from but doing this. I'll tell you what, they'll, their shelf life will be a lot shorter. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. And I believe that. that. Yeah. yeah. I actually know this is a really disgusting thing that I've seen. I, I've met a lot of celebrities and like people that are in this industry, whatever, influencing or YouTube, whatever. And there was this guy that was like a YouTuber and he became a really successful singer. Like he's worldwide now, um, killing it. His music plays everywhere. Like I always hear his music in like the shopping centers and everything. And, um, he literally, I was with him when I was doing this, one of these tour things and in the room, he was filming a YouTube vlog and behind him, he had like a bin and it was because when we do these tour, when you do tours and stuff, like people give you like drawings and like presents and like just letters and stuff. And he literally had his fully every single thing was in the bin everything and it was stacked up and it was was stacked up halfway through the wall halfway through the wall like literally you don't understand how stacked up it was and then he realized it was in the he realized it was in the back of his youtube vlog they were all (gasps) laughing him and his management and were just laughing and they're like oh my god we have to film this from a different angle now so that's not in the background and this person as well he pretended to be my friend as well and then this is the type of stuff, like, I just realised how fake these people are. Like, he, like, I, he always used to, like, message me and be like, hey, huh? What the hell is wrong with people? I know, that right? I've ne- do you know what's so funny? I've, do you know what's so funny? I've never thrown out anything anyone's made for me. I literally brought it even from the Gold Coast to Melbourne and it's in my house because uh-huh. that reminds me what, people like who the people are that care for me like literally why would you throw something out yeah Yeah. and it's like the it's there's letters and everything saying like thank you because they've I've changed their life and stuff and I would never throw that out because they've literally done that and I've seen this guy he had the same type of stuff if not even more than mine and he literally threw every single thing out didn't even look at it people can be so fake and like just whatever. I just love it because I'm realised and I just think you literally look like a loser, so whatever. <laughs> but what's crazy, what my whole moral of that is, is that these are the people that are really, really, really successful. So you have to wonder who they suck up to behind closed doors to get where they are. Just saying. Yeah. That's crazy. Because That's I would never suck up to anyone. That's just not who I am. I don't give a crap who anyone is, I'm never sucking up to you. You're that's embarrassing as like sorry, but no, but yeah, this is just the people that are really successful. They're actually horrible like that, and mm. in this industry, 
and I only know very few people that are really successful in this that aren't fake. So I don't yes. know. It's it's a really messed up type of industry. <laughs> it is for sure. For sure. Crazy. Mm. Um, moving on from that question, who is the most famous person that follows you slash the most famous person that you've ever met? Um, Paris Hilton for sure. Um, I love her. She's so amazing and it's crazy because I just watched her documentary and I actually relate to so much that she was saying because she's had way crazier traumas than me, like really hectic yeah. and I feel like that's what, like as I was saying, I pretended everything was amazing for years even though I was just basically trying to tell myself that because I didn't want to feel horrible of how I used to feel when I was a child or before that and she's had the same experiences like that and I first when I first did a TV interview when I was like one of my first ones when I was probably like 17 or something they asked me like what celebrities I look up to and I was like I don't really care about celebrities but I love Paris Hilton she's amazing and she's always supported me since then and she always we just every now and then we'll talk on Instagram and she's I just love her I think she's a real person and she has created her brand because she wanted to escape reality you know and I just yeah. think it's amazing that she's even being open about it now and like it's it's so cool but I do you know what actually I remember I just remember it's so funny as well Ariana Grande used to follow me as well on Instagram oh my god um and a couple of other people Same. so how how did like have you have you met Paris Hilton or did do no, you follow each other? We've we've been planning to meet her. Every time she's in Australia, we message each other and we're like, let's um, meet up or go to, like, I'll come to your event or whatever. And I'm always, every time I've been ab- about to meet up with her, then I've had to go to another state and do a job. So it's just never worked out. But oh. I know definitely one day we'll cross paths because... I'm sure I we will. I can't wait to see photos. I can't wait. I don't to even care about photos. I actually just really love the person she is and I just want to tell her I respect her and that she's yeah. so inspirational to me and so inspirational to heaps of people, especially now because she obviously started this and I didn't even, like, I didn't even think that, like, I was doing what she was doing years ago. Like, I wasn't even thinking that, but she started what I started here because if I didn't do what I was doing a couple of years ago, then a lot of people wouldn't even be doing what they're doing in Australia now. So I just think like yeah, it's sure. she's the she's the start of it and she's yeah. paved the way for so many people like me, like Kim Kardashian, like so many people for being able to make a business from yourself and she's literally the first person to do it. And I always yeah. think that I'm one of the first people in Australia to do it because I never, there was no one around. I copped the worst of it. I copped the abuse. I copped it all. And that's like, that. that's what happens when there's a new thing. People hate it. They don't even get it. 
Yeah, it's a change. Yeah, no but now it's it. every. It's funny because this is what I always notice, and it's so annoying. Is that like the pe- I see people that I knew used to abuse me. I knew the exact people. I see them, and they used to like pay me out, saying you're always doing photo shoots on the beach, like you're a loser, blah blah blah. You're going nowhere in life. All they do now is take photos in the Gold Coast on the beach and upload it and promote shit on Instagram. And I'm just like, you literally are obsessed with me and you literally want to be me and you literally did become what I was doing five years later. So it's It's crazy. Of what you do and then, you know, as soon as it's like... They'll jump on it. You become like, you know, successful. They jump on you. It's like, okay, well, where were you when you were making fun of Yeah, they're like, oh, wow, you're actually getting invited to cool events. Mm. You're getting sent stuff or, you know, know, you've got... Or just doing what, like living like your dreams of what you want to do. And that's what I feel like people, that's what I feel like piss people off so much is that I always wanted to do a film a tv show or film an interview or be on tv and being in newspapers when I was young that was like one of my dreams and I already have done all that and those people just were so pissed off that they could see someone saying they wanted to do this for years and then they did do it and it's just like they they hate it it always stems from you know some kind of jealousy yeah a hundred percent I just feel like no one would have Treated me like that if they didn't really care and they're fine. Like they just talk it to the next level. Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, so next question. This is a personal one, so answer it how you <laughs> how you feel. Um, obviously, I know it's something that you haven't really spoken about. I guess to your in social media or in general, and it's you know yeah understandable. Um, I guess your sexuality and dealing with it, did you come out to certain people? Did you kind of just, you know, just go with the flow? Like, well, how was I that? just never cared. Like, I just, it's so funny. Like, I, like, I get it because people are different. But in my head, I don't understand why everyone cares so much. I don't understand why even people try to prove that they're straight or gay or whatever. I don't know why they even care like I I don't even see myself in an object I mean in a square in a box I don't even seem I'm I feel like I want to feel as free as I can and saying oh I'm a gay guy and all this stuff like I don't get that like I really I've never cared I've never been like I've never been open about it because I've never cared I just don't think people deserve to know my truth. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And, it's a personal thing and it's, you know, it's not something that everyone, first of all, you don't need to wake up and say, hi, X, Y, Z, you know. I know, but so many people do. don't need to come out and be like, I'm straight. So people are like, oh, hey, mum, just so you know, I am straight and I have a girlfriend or I have a boyfriend. Like, it yeah. is what it is. It's just... It's just life. Like, so it, how, I'm yeah, I, so how I, um, well, like, I've never even really told everyone until, like, I basically started dating my partner now anyway. Like, I didn't even say anything. I just uploaded a photo with him saying, like, my love, like, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. a normal fucking thing to do. But, um, yeah, yeah when I, I dated a guy when I was 13, 
I'd met at school. He was like two years older than me and um, we literally just like, I don't know, we just looked at each other and we just were attracted to each other. And that's, I didn't even know I was gay then. I used to date like so many girls before that, like literally everyone. Like I used to date like three girls at once. Like I was hectic. Oh, my God. Flyer. Um, <laughs> and like I would just... I never even like it was weird though because I didn't kiss like I would just kiss them on the lips I never wanted to hook up with them or do anything yeah. I was just like whatever and they always wanted to like sleep with me and stuff and I was like no like you wish like no <laughs> and like I still like thought that even like after but anyway I literally yeah I just met this guy and like I just told my friends and parents I was like i I'm dating this guy and they, they were just like sweet as and then obviously it was heck I didn't really tell anyone at school at the time and then people some people found out somehow obviously because at school people probably told everyone but yeah. um then people were making like Facebook accounts with like photos of us that they found somehow and like just saying like all the ho- most horrible things on- online and stuff about it and literally it was just so weird because when I went to school though like no one even cared like everyone was just like sweet I was like everyone was so supportive of us like especially the older like because I was friends with most of the older grades like most of the time I was in school I was not really friends with people in my grade um I it was like honestly like mean girls and I was like Regina George in school like I was so mean. I was people were mean to me and I would just be so horrible and have the best comebacks to them. So I regret it so much because I was like really mean to people, but at the same time, Mm. like I can't change it. And I've said sorry to everyone that I've been mean to since I've left school anyway. Question. You just have to tell us the age. You don't have to go into the full story if you don't want. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Um, I was 13 and which is actually really crazy because I just, I feel like I was kind of like forced into it. One of my friends was like telling me that I should do it. Like, cause the guy I was dating at the time, he wanted to do it. And I was like, I didn't want to do it. Um, and then oh, one so day, sad. one day she literally, one of my friends came over with, and she like goes, oh, you should do it today and then she like mm-hmm. literally like bought us condoms and then like we did it pretty much but like I yeah. I feel like yeah I didn't I didn't sleep with someone for seven years until I met my partner now and I feel like it's because of that because I didn't feel comfortable because I didn't really want to do it but I just did it because mm-hmm. I thought it was like the right thing to do and like you have to do it you're in a relationship and like you know and it's just, oh, that's awful. I know. It's, like, pretty hectic, but... That's so... I feel like, like... Uh, and you were literally, like, a child. 13, so and I look at photos of, my, of myself back then, and I'm just, like... It just makes me sick. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just so wrong. I know, I'm it's the so same. wrong. That's insane. You look back and you're, like, wow. Like, because I think I lost mine when I was 13, almost 14. And yeah. I look at photos of me when I was 13, almost 14... I was a fucking child. A like, I literally was prepubescent. Yeah. I hadn't even gone through puberty yet. Like, that's disgusting. It this is. is fucking wild. 
It's crazy. And that's why La- I feel like I didn't I didn't sleep with someone for seven years is because obviously I feel like everyone took everything away from me as well. So that was like yeah. the only thing I could even like protect was hold like, yourself. yeah, hold off from people. And like, you know, mm-hmm. for all these years people tried to sleep with me and I've always been like, you wish, like you're disgusting. <laughs> I literally would say that to everyone. I'd be like, you wish you're disgusting. Don't fucking ask me that. Like you're actually disgusting. Like I would literally get so hectic to people. Mm. and yeah it took oh it don't it's fine like I just I just yeah I just feel hectic about it and Mm -hmm. I don't know I just it's just not normal like no you know and I don't even think I don't even I honestly it's I don't think my partner at the time he was young too like he wasn't it's not his fault it's not Mm -hmm. anyone's fault I just think like it's just that peer pressure thing. Yeah, I just felt pressured into it and I feel like yeah. I didn't really yeah. enjoy it the whole rest of the time because of that. Mm. Definitely can relate. And I always okay, just felt so like I I always just felt like I did it to like please the relationship, you know, back then. Yes. Yeah. And We've like, all it's, been like there. it's what you need to do. And mm-hmm. it's the worst thing ever. Like yeah. I think I would never do that now. Like just regret that so much, but Oh, well, it's another mm. experience that makes you stronger, I guess. That's exactly. it. That's it. So, Kurt, the last and final question we have for you is, have you ever done any party drugs? Well, it's so funny because, like, people would think that I obviously do that because I've always been in such a party lifestyle, but I never even had, like, a pill for, like, until I was like 21 or something like I literally and I only have had them like twice but in saying that though the one thing that I have done a few times and I would never do it again um living in Melbourne when I first moved here everyone just tries to give you cocaine like everyone just tries to give it to you all the time and I I've never ever bought drugs. Like I've never paid for it. People just always want to do it with me. It's so weird. Like even when I've still gone out, even this year and last year, like everyone's like, oh, come have a line with me. Like they literally just want you to do it with them. And I like when I first moved here, I kind of was like sometimes I would have it. And then one night I did and I woke up on a fucking football field because I don't know, obviously there was some crate. No, it's like not even a football, not a football field, a, um, a cricket field or whatever it is. And it's like a random football. Yeah. And it just, I have not even done drugs at all since then. And that was maybe two and a half years ago or even three years ago almost. And, you know, I just. I just think it's stupid. Like, I'm like, wow, I knew why I never did drugs. Like, I never really did them. I used to be a drinker. I would drink every day. Like, I was, my mum has, like, I've grown up with my mum being an alcoholic. Um, Like, I used to, especially when I first started to become known and I'd be going to parties, like, literally four days a week, five days a week, and I would drink every single day. And it's just crazy because it's so numbing. Like I 
that's why yeah. I don't really drink anymore now because I feel better knowing myself again. Like I feel like I didn't know yeah. myself for years because every job I was doing as well, it's like even when I was doing filming for shows, they'd be like, oh, like, you know, we you can have some cocktails if you want. Or like there was just always like drinks everywhere I've gone. Like even still when I go out to events, it's just always drinking, blah, blah, blah. And like I've just, I've tried to like heal from that as well so much because I don't want to be, like numb and I want to be able to be in my own own mind for the rest of my life I don't want to be wasting it just Mm -hmm. being in like a a trance basically you know and I used to smoke the only drug I really did a lot I used to smoke weed a lot all the time Mm -hmm. probably for like since I was like 14 till like maybe like last year to be honest, I yeah. just I just don't do it anymore now. But I used to smoke every day, and like I feel like it, as well that was another thing that just made me just not feel like the things that were like dragging me down. You know, I always just wanted to not feel my traumas and like my stuff that I've been through. So I feel like that's another thing that was just numbing me as well, and I just. Yeah, in this lockdown especially, I've been the healthiest, clearest version of myself and it's literally the best feeling ever. I would never want to go back to like drinking Mm -hmm. or being on drugs or like just, I just hate it. Like, I don't know. At least that's one good thing that can come out of lockdown for you, you know? Yeah, like I feel like last year I had such a bad year. That was like the start of like unraveling for me. But then this lockdown, it like, I was planning so much to do this year. Like I wanted to literally put myself out there heaps and do so much fun things and do heaps of jobs. And then it all got cancelled and like obviously everything in entertainment's fully cancelled. So it's been made me even just stop. Like I don't smoke anymore. Like I, I last year I was still smoking even though I barely drink or like do whatever and I was still sad. But like, just everything is better like I don't want anything anymore I don't even want it ever like I'd probably like have a joint once in a blue moon now but I would never like want to like you know have a bong or like I just feel like it's so much better being clear-minded and it's changed me heaps you know like it's just made me feel so much better yeah and I think I honestly yeah don't care what anyone says everyone needs to like actually look at their issues if they have issues with drinking or smoking or whatever because you're trying to run from something like you're not just doing it for fun like you're there's something you're running from or something you're trying not to feel because you don't just do that for no reason if you felt amazing why would you do that yeah exactly so if you if you felt so good why would you do that you don't you don't have the need to get wasted or get stoned out of your mind like you don't you would never feel like you need to do that if you were okay with yourself mm-hmm. and yeah, th- that's definitely. what I've learned heaps because I thought I thought I was more than okay with myself and that just goes to show you'll never know yeah. things until you, you start to look into yourself because I thought I was killing it amazing happy as nothing can ever go wrong but then you start to realize well when things fall apart in like you realize people are fake around you. You realize all this stuff that 
you like you you never were actually that happy to begin with because you wouldn't even be thinking you're so amazingly happy for no reason because no one's amazingly happy like you literally have shit days and good days and that's what I've realized like it's a balance of life like you're gonna feel like what do you mean you I used to think I could go through every day of my life being happy I used to literally believe that and I was I didn't even cry for like seven years like that's how happy I thought I was Mm. but it's just called I was suppressing it and everyone's meant to feel sad though because people die like your family is going to die so what are you just going to be happy when that happens like that's what I'm starting to realize now like well I mean you have to you know in order to have the high highs you got to have the low lows yeah and I just feel like because I already had really low lows when I was young that I'm going to be up high forever and Mm -hmm. I can never get brought back down but you have to be I just think now you have to be brought down and I'm so glad that I know this and I'm only 23, like I would hate to be 40 and go or 50 and 60 and be like, oh my God, I just was pretending I was happy for like 50 years. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people like aren't healing. Like everyone needs to heal. I feel like no matter who you are, there's something you got to heal from. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Totally. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us, Kurt. It's been so enlightening and like a nice conversation to have and yeah and uh, we're so sorry for everything that you've gone through but oh honestly, don't be sorry I just feel like now talking about it makes me feel better like yeah I never onwards, onwards you know? and upwards you know you gotta you gotta as you know as Jackie said before you gotta go through the highs and the I mean lows. and the, gotta go through the lows to experience the highs and you know, yeah. and I found too in my life talking about it to people is the best thing you can do. It doesn't have to be a psychologist or a therapist. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why that's why I'm being so open with you guys as well because I'm like, whatever. If like some people like listen to this, they might realize something in themselves because that's 100%. because that's literally what that's being what honest is like, for. Mm-hmm. And like you know, if you want to speak your mind and be honest, like the chances are maybe you'll help one person. And, like, how good is that? Even yeah. if it's just one person, like, that's awesome. And that's, what like, what I've always done. I've just always, when I've been trying to make people happy and smile from, like, my silly videos, I never, I've never was really honest because I wasn't really, like, being myself truly. But it's yeah. just I knew that I was at least helping one or ten or whatever, how many people, and that means so much to me. But now because I'm way more clear in my head and I just feel like I've just realized so much. I know I can help people even more properly because I can say my real truth and like people can like, there's so many people going through problems. So people can actually see that, you know, no one's really like heats happy. Like obviously Mm -hmm. like everyone goes up and down. Like it's just, it's normal. Like I just feel like it's made to, like glamorize to everyone that like you've got to be happy all the time and that's yeah. that that's truly living like that's what I used to think like I'm living if you're never sad but truly living is crying and then being happy and then crying and then being happy like 100% and look we've thoroughly enjoyed having you on and you know you've obviously been through a lot and that's why we thought you'd be a very interesting guest because you know, you've kind of gone through all the different stages of social media and social media yeah. fame, and, you know, being an influencer. 
So it's so good to see you. You know, you've obviously been through some some really rough times, you know, personally and through through social media and everything like that. But, but to see you come out on the other side and, you know, be a better person for it and working on yourself and, you know, you've realised what has happened and what to avoid, it's great to see. So yeah, thank you so much for so joining much. us. Yeah, thanks so yeah, much for having me. Having, having you on and, you know, as soon as we can. Yeah, we definitely... I'm definitely sure. going to catch up with you guys as soon as it's over. Yeah. So thank you so thank much you for coming so much. on. We've enjoyed having you so much. And um, everyone, you know, let us know what you think. If you have any more questions, send them through. And we will definitely be doing this again with her sometime in the near future. Hopefully very soon. Bye.